This is the Last Man Standing Podcast with your host, Richard James. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Richard James. Do you ever get frustrated with yourself for not living up to your full potential? Well, if you're anything like me, there's some areas in your life that you're a little bit weak in. Now, we all know that authority and leadership begins with the man looking back at you in the mirror, right? So I want to talk a little bit about some actionable ways that you and I can become stronger, healthier, greater men. Now, I'm not claiming that anything that I'm going to tell you is easy or that I've perfected any of it, but I believe we'll agree that the results would be worthwhile. So before we review some of the the ways of growing, so I kind of want to at least acknowledge that a lot of men are struggling in their manhood. And if you are one of those men, you're not alone. There's more than 6 million men right now reported to be clinically depressed in the United States. Over 90% of young men admit to watching porn videos on a regular basis. One in five have a problem with alcohol abuse. Testosterone levels have declined 25% from 1999 to, I believe, 2018. A lot of men say that sex is much less important to them than back in pre-pandemic times, which makes no sense to me. 7.2 million men are either not actively looking for work or not working at all. Now, we can agree that all growth begins with a decision. If you feel stuck in any area in your masculine growth, if you feel paralyzed by a way of thinking, an addiction, a fear, uh, realize that apathy to this state will simply keep you in that place forever. The key is to make a decision. Decision Decision-making is a masculine trait. Teddy Roosevelt's famous man in the arena speech, he claims that credit belongs to the man in the arena who, at the worst, if he fails at least fails daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. By failing to make a decision, by taking no action, you align with the cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Instead, I want to challenge you to dare greatly, to make a move, navigate, and then course correct from there. Now, after we've made a decision, We've got to become a man of action. Now, I've got to admit that this is one of my personal weaknesses. Uh, It's to kind of freeze up and and overthink things. But I'm actively working on that personally. And in fact, that's why if you're listening to this podcast today, it's because I've chosen to take a first step as an action-oriented man. The book of Proverbs says that in all labor, there is profit, but mere talk leads only to poverty. This means that Work works. No effort is in vain. Whether or not the desired outcome comes to fruition, all action is beneficial to a man. One of my favorite teachers, Myron Golden, often says that if what you're working on is not working for you, rest assured it's working on you. And that's going to help you to become the man you need to be for it to work. And your journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. As Patton once said, when in doubt, attack. Another way to come after weakness is to own your purpose and passionately pursue it. Don't lie to yourself. You know what gets you out of bed in the morning. God put you on this planet for an intentional reason. 
Many men don't want to acknowledge that they actually know the purpose that they're called to because then they know they'll have to become responsible for it. So they toss it out like a hot potato and act like they're clueless. Your purpose doesn't have to be uh, a vocation. It, it doesn't have to produce money. You may be content with just being a mailman or a tradesman, and that's great. But what's your purpose? What sets your heart on fire? These aren't rhetorical questions. I actually want you to answer them. Like right now, think about it. Close your eyes and think about what is your purpose? Now, what are you going to do about it? What's one step you can take? Another way you can combat weakness is to join a band of brothers. Don't go it alone. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. Bring yourself into that masculine vulnerability of fellow men. Loneliness affects half of U.S. men. Find a men's group, a church, a team sport, a martial arts class, a hunting or a fishing club, something. Be open and vulnerable about your challenges. Be okay with not knowing some things. Give yourself permission to ask the stupid questions. It's okay if you don't know how to handle an issue with your marriage or if you don't know how to change the oil in your car or zero red dot on your everyday carry. Ask for help. Will you get teased a little bit? You know what? You might. But embrace a little lighthearted, masculine locker room jest. It's simply one of the unique ways men communicate with each other. And at the end of the day, men actually bond by helping each other solve problems. So you're actually doing a man a favor when you ask for help. You're giving him some purpose. Now you're going to live through it and you're going to come out the other side with both wisdom and with friendship. A huge way of becoming a strong man coming out of weakness is to find somebody to follow. Authority is good. You need a father. You need a mentor. You need a teacher. You need a coach. You need a spiritual guide. You must submit yourself to another man who possesses more wisdom and more authority than you possess to lead and direct you on your masculine journey. For most of history, up until the turn of the 20th century, a young man would spend years as an apprentice with his father or his um, neighbor or his uncle in their trade. And this is where the boy was given the gift of his masculinity. It wasn't formed by some evolutionary process, but rather like a rite of passage that came through being around other men. In Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey, which is a framework for great storytelling, every story has a hero and every hero has a mentor. Without Obi-Wan or Yoda, Luke Skywalker would have never become a Jedi. Without his trainer Mick, Rocky would have never become a champion. And without Mr. Miyagi, Daniel would have continued being bullied by the Cobra Kai. You are the hero in your life story. So who's the mentor that you receive wisdom and accountability from? If you don't have somebody, swallow your pride and find one and do it today. It's crucial. Now, I believe the best way to go to war with weakness is to receive salvation. Listen, let's face it. You're messed up. Everybody's messed up. There's no getting around the fact that you cannot fix the countless broken things inside of you by your own strength. Nobody can. That's why we need to be saved from this thing called sin, which is missing the mark. According to the Bible, God, the father who lovingly created you 
knew that you needed a solution for your evil thoughts and deeds that separated you from him. He desired to be in relationship with you. So he sent his son, Jesus, to shed his blood as your sacrifice, that his blood would cleanse you from your sin, uniting you to the unbreakable relationship with the Father God. Because of Jesus, you have a father. And, and, and the spirit of God who's sent to help and teach will live inside of you if you choose to believe. This means you have 24-7 spiritual tech support and a power supply living inside of you. Plus, he left you an instruction manual called the Bible, which happens to be the best-selling book in history, and his spirit helps you understand it. Read the Bible. Read it daily. Talk to God. Talk to him daily. Receive salvation daily. These are gifts to you from your Father in heaven that'll fill your life with supernatural overcoming power. Another way to go to war with weakness is to pursue a real woman. Mentor once told me that a man cannot fully mature until he gets married. I didn't understand this when I was single, but years later, as a seasoned husband, I can attest to this truth. There is no catalyst for maturity on earth as powerful as a virtuous wife. It's both fearful and wonderful. But I want to shift directions a little bit and discuss the elephant in the room. The reason most men are so slow to marry and, and many marriages lack passion and why a generation of men are essentially modern day eunuchs enslaved by this morally bankrupt culture and its toxic fruit. Listen, your libido is a gift from God, fellas, but this gift is designed to drive you to aggressively pursue a bride and after marriage to pursue romance and intimacy with your wife. It's designed to make you a fruitful man who fathers children. Allow that fire of your sexual drive to fuel productive action rather than sitting in some dark corner spanking your monkey on the internet and living the rest of your day out in shame and weakness. Use that energy, use that energy, bottle that fire, get after the real thing. Now, I want to say that many men have severe addictions to pornography, and if you need help overcoming this area, the greatest disinfectant is sunlight. Bring this issue to another man you respect, like a pastor or a father, and ask for help. You can get through it. One way that men start off every day in weakness is sleeping their dreams away, hitting that snooze button. One of the most classic excuses that men use when failing to take responsibility for their neglected health, their dreams, their friendships is they don't have any time. You sleep, of course you do. Well, your sleep happens inside of a realm called time. What time do you decide to wake up each day? Can you decide to get up an hour earlier? I remember uh, hearing Jocko Willink call the snooze button the dream killer and there's really a lot of truth to that. Because if you think about it, by rising one hour earlier, you'll accumulate 365 hours of available time annually. That's more than three work days per month and more than nine work weeks of extra available time per year. You still don't believe you don't have any time? Stop lying to yourself and get to work. And speaking of work, another trait 
of weakness to go to war with is to display an impeccable work ethic. Thomas Jefferson said, I am a great believer in luck, and I believe the harder I work, the more I have of it. Close your eyes and picture that famous training mon- montage from the original Rocky film. The trumpet sound, the theme song's going. There's this montage of, uh, of footage of the hero performing all these challenging training exercises. He's, um, you know, in preparation for this main event. Well, every man has the opportunity to express this level of passion and dedication in his work. In fact, the Bible even instructs us in Ecclesiastes 9.10, it says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. Your time in this world is short, guys. Make it count. Find something to do and give it all you got. How about this one? Be a man of your word like your life depends on it. Modern culture has lost all honor for the ancient practice of covenant. That's why infidelity remains the number one cause of divorce. The words till death do us part were not held in the fear and honor that they deserved. As a man, how often do you make a commitment to yourself without following through with it? For a man to keep his word is is the most fundamental of virtues. Whether you create a commitment to others or simply to yourself, your word should be just as meaningful. Give your word and never undermine yourself. Ever. Now, a really obvious way to come out of weakness and into strength is to lift heavy things. Resistance is a key to growth. So life is never going to cease to present you with uh, resistance in the form of trials, obstacles, um, especially when you're stepping out of your comfort zone to reach an objective, which I hope you guys are doing. Now, as you overcome the obstacles, discipline, strength, stature, experience, maturity, and wisdom are formed in you. And so arising each morning to weight train is a great way of conditioning your body, your mind, your spirit to overcome resistance. Seneca said, the body should be treated more rigorously that it may not be disobedient to the mind. In addition to the formation of a stronger body an increased tolerance for pain, a boost of self-confidence, a uh, more attractive appearance, a sharper mind, and a healthier cardiovascular system, uh, you're going to be exercising internal muscles of emotional, psychological, and spiritual perseverance and and grit. So you're going to have your character formed uh, just by going and doing something physical. And of course, we can't talk about strength and working out if we don't talk about diet. Listen, you got to eat like you have common sense. Now, the fact is, guys, and you know this, you know, more American men are dying each year from potato chips, beer and cookies than any other causes. It's quite obvious at this point. And so you should already know this. But look, you got to eat natural foods. You got to eat meat. You got to eat dairy. You got to, you know, some you guys eat vegetables. I don't eat vegetables, but like, like stay away from oat milk. Oats don't have nipples, right? That's not even natural. You can't milk and almond, you can't milk soy. So, you know, stay away from those processed foods. If, if food makes you feel like crap, listen to your body. If it doesn't seem like it should be um, good for your body, then it probably isn't. Don't be afraid to experiment. Uh, I've spent a better part of the last year on an animal-based diet with just a little bit of fruit. And 
I feel like I turned back the clock two decades, literally. My body's actually telling me a greater truth about my diet than the FDA or the medical establishment ever has. So again, eat like you have common sense. You know what to do. And on the, the note of appetite, do you hunger and thirst for knowledge? You got to devote yourself to being a lifelong learner. Billionaire investor uh, Warren Buffett was once asked for the secret key to success. And here's what he said. He said, read 500 pages a day. That's crazy. I know. He said, that's how knowledge works. It builds up like compound interest. And he knows about compound interest. He said, all of you can do it, but I guarantee not many of you will. In addition to the obvious benefits of increased knowledge, studies show that reading books expand your vocabulary, they improve your conversation skills, they deepen your sleep, they reduce stress, they improve your memory, they sharpen uh, and focus your concentration, and, um, and they may even extend your lifespan. So one easy way to start reading is just set a book next to your toilet at home and treat, uh, try reading a page or two every time you're sitting on the throne. Not that I've ever done that. Because that's unsanitary, but, uh, you know, I've heard some people do that. So let's talk about being a dangerous man. We all know the scout motto is uh, be prepared, but as men, as husbands, as fathers, how prepared are we? Every man should have the ability to protect and defend their families and their communities. Estimates show that uh, almost 83 million people admit to having at least one firearm in 2023. And so that means there's a heck of a lot more than people are admitting to out there. And if you don't have a firearm, listen, man, you're in the minority, big time. If you don't know how to use one, you need to get training. If you are scared of guns, you need to grow a pair of nuts and get educated, okay? And also learn some basic self-defense, have a few tricks up your sleeve, a few down and dirty techniques to drop an attacker, keep your body in the type of condition that you could subdue a bad guy. Uh, Pat McNamara always says, um, never miss an opportunity to be Batman. I always like that. Okay. How about this? Participate in your local government. If the direction of the culture or the political climate in the nation concerns you, the best way to create change is not to go run for Congress, but rather to go speak at a, a city council meeting or a school board meeting or run for a, a local position. Despite the humble nature of these positions, this is actually your sphere of influence and the place that you can create the most consistent impact because you live there. Small municipal governments are becoming serious battlegrounds in America, and they need your voice. So find a way to get involved. Okay, now, earlier I talked about how important it is to find a mentor, but also you've got to be willing to lead and to, to be a mentor. Leadership is a masculine trait. It's in your DNA, whether you feel like it or not, you're a leader. You don't need a title to be a leader. You can lead whether people acknowledge it or not. Uh, John Quincy Adams said, if your actions inspire others to dream more, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. As you grow in this masculine identity, in your spiritual maturity, in your experiential wisdom, look for opportunities to impart what you have to others. Uh, Jesus said, freely you have received, 
Now freely give. And last, and this is super important, guys. Don't live for yourself and don't live for today, but have a vision of generational transfer. So you're looking down the line and the actions that you have and you take today are for your kids and your grandkids. It's for America 100 years from now. In everything that you do in your life, in every trial you encounter, in every victory you win, in every resource you acquire, keep this clear vision of those things extending beyond your life and into the generations that follow you. Look for opportunities to teach lessons, transfer wisdom, pass down resources uh, in, in order to raise up strong, healthy, free men and women in the generations to come. So that's what I've got for today, guys. Uh, if you're finding value in this content, I'd really appreciate if you'd subscribe to this podcast, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Um, also, if you're watching on YouTube, guys, I'd really appreciate a quick hello or tell me where you're from or something you're getting out of this. Uh, leave that in the comments. And that actually helps the algorithms to suggest this podcast to more people. It'll help us to grow. And I'd really appreciate that. So also, you can go check out our blog at lastmen.us. That's lastmen.us. Check out the articles there. And uh, that's it for today. Thank you, guys. This has been the Last Men Standing Podcast. I'm Richard James. Thanks for listening to the Last Man Standing Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and share. Visit our weekly blog at lastmen.us.